0: We are on the brink of a mental health crisis, and this is why I am so appreciative of the folks over at BetterHelp. They provide the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime Anywhere through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. Sign up today. Go to betterhelp.com and use the promo code solving healthcare and get 10% off. Sign up fees. Podcast 99 at gmail.com, reach out on Facebook at Quadcast, or online at drquajo.ca Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Quadro Karamante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. All right, Qualcast Nation, welcome back. I am so excited about this episode. We got Nigel O'Quinn jumping on. He is the founder of Higher Health Canada, which is uh, provides organ meats in the f- form of capsules. And we talk about not only organ meats, but just like what we've done with nutrition in this country, in North America, how far away we've come from, you know, providing so much processed foods and what that's doing to our bodies and how we can improve health, improve our overall well-being by having a more of a holistic approach, looking at whole foods and specifically how, um, higher health has, has really affected so many of so many clients by, you know, improving their nutritional status, improving their micronutrients, you know, whether it comes to bone health, anemia, I mean, their skin, their hair, like all these kind of basics of, of health, their gut health, all these things can be, uh, improved by having a more holistic approach to, nutrition and so we dive into it and you know nigel being from Alberta, i had to give him a lot of love i i love this guy and i you'll hear it. we connected real well here so without further ado nigel o'quinn podcast nation listen i am so excited to be bringing nigel on the show today because not only is he a you know recent father or two congratulations by the way my friend and not only is he a fellow Albertan, but he is revolutionizing nutrition, folks. And he's hacking this thing. And it's you I can't wait for us to dive into this, but Nigel, welcome to the podcast. Ah, uh, Quad thanks so much for
1: having me on. What a pleasure, what an honor. I am super pumped to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, and yes, then- thank you. Brand new baby boy. I am super sleep deprived and loving life. So I'll- <laughs> All is
0: good all is good I, oh man i hear you buddy i hear you but um yeah i'm really glad to have you on because this this was a bit of a void to me when we talk about you know nutrition macro micronutrients and so on and and the benefits of really having a, a you know that holistic diet and 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 thinking about organ meat specifically so maybe get into why you got into this or how you got into this nigel
1: yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into it. I mean, we're 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 jumping in into the uh, one of the most confusing areas uh, in our world, which is the most. It's the strangest thing for me. We're talking about food. You think that this would just be simple for human beings, right? It's like mm. we we eat. This is our fuel, and somehow it's got all discombobulated and so confusing. What are the right foods? What are the wrong ones? Uh, so you know, I I wanted to know that stuff at a really early age, being in athletics and sports, and you know, I wanted to know how the body moved and how it functioned and how uh, athletes uh, fueled their bodies and what could be the optimal source and and all of these kind of things. So I got into it pretty young, and and uh, I you know I wanted to learn more, so I ended up going into college, university for uh, kinesiology with a health and fitness major, and then kind of delved into nutrition that's where it kind of started uh in there and i got some of the basics that were done and then it evolved to more nutrition courses within that that paradigm uh and it was uh you know a few years of that and i found myself to be this quote-unquote kind of expert in the field but i have to be honest i had the worst diet Of my life, I felt horrible. Uh, It it was it was gross. I mean, uh, let's get to the facts. Like I I was I was kind of like I felt bloated. I had all sorts of of gas, uh, which is super, you know, sorry to your listeners here, but uh, a (laughs) lot of (laughs) digestive distress and, and gastrointestinal issues going on. I mean, I would I would try to go out on a on a date, Quajo and I would be holding back. I couldn't wait till that date was done so that I yeah. could, you know, and, and that's just all from the foods that you're consuming. And that's your body's way of letting you know, hey, something is really, really wrong. And a lot mm-hmm. of folks don't kind of add one and one together. They think, oh, this is, this is normal life. And I did that for, you know, a couple of years before I decided, you know, th- life can't be like this. This is no way to live in this discomfort, uh, energy was just kind of, and I'm, I was a young guy, you know, how could, how could this be? I'm I'm in athletics and I'm the quote unquote expert, but I've got all these issues
0: going on behind the scenes. And what kind of food, like, what was your diet looking like?
1: Well, you know, college universities still to this day, you become a professional, an expert on the food guide, Canada Mm -hmm. food guide, or the food pyramid. I was pushing uh, a diet that was six to 12 servings of grains. Mm. This is a recipe for disaster. Uh, You are carb loading that much, especially if somebody is not even super active and moving their body properly, you are destined for obesity and uh, diabetes. (laughs) That's what, and, and the other part of it is, you know, still today, fat is the enemy, cholesterol is the enemy. Uh, and you know, if you just take a second and think about that very thought right there, we as human beings do not live without cholesterol. Cholesterol is the very building blocks to all of our hormones. Uh, fat, what is your brain made of, you're going to deprive yourself of it. And so fat became the enemy. You know, yeah. uh, in, in Canada's food guide, sugar, and because le- when it comes to carbohydrates, the body doesn't really think carbohydrates, it thinks of what it breaks it down into, which is sugar. So you're, you're, you're adding that and then you're adding all sorts of vegetable oils because you've got to replace those really evil fats, you've got to replace the cholesterol, Right. Um, and it's so misguided and so I became a victim of the very thing that I was trained now to push which was the food guide uh, and that that makes people very very sick and it's just a matter of time how long can you last in a system and a diet like that right
0: you know it, it's amazing too like we were talking beforehand like I'm completely new to this nutrition landscape in the last I'd say two years and it's true how much it was pushed. Like even we don't ad- address it too much in medical school, but what is the reference point? It's a, it's a Canadian food, food guide. And when you look at the, the, the proportion and the macros, like really ask yourself, is that really necessary? That amount that amount of, uh, of carbohydrates, the lack of protein, you know, the, the emphasis on low, low fats, you know, without even thinking about which fats, just low fat. Like, I, I honestly, I, 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 it's been absolutely enlightening diving into like what we've been recommended to eat. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you look at the marketing that's gone on in, in North America within our food systems, for example, let's just pick on one group of foods. Let's go with breakfast, supposedly the most important meal of our day. Um, I don't agree with that. Uh, definitely not for everybody there's there it's not a one size fits all but let's just pick on one category cereal what is what is cereal what is that we talk about the ultimate marketing and if they put green check mark on it right wow it's got to be healthy it's got to be heart healthy lucky charms folks that 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 is a breakfast cereal that your kids can get their hands on well what is that well that's Modified cornstarch, corn syrup, that's uh, red dye number 40, uh, that's yellow number five, six, c- cancer-causing uh, food dyes that are in there, uh, all sorts of modified things. It's fortified when, with synthetic vitamins, which bind to minerals, which interrupt all sorts of uh hormonal processes within the body that's what we're kick-starting our children off first mm. thing in the morning and then we're wondering why they can't focus mm. uh, you know and that's just one category if you ever anybody that's ever gone into a gas station look at the things that are available to us these processed goods and all the sugars like there's aisles like it's, it's incredible. And the food dyes that we've allowed into our system. And as you mentioned, uh, jo is the, the protein deficiency and where's the, where's the healthy fats for optimal brain function and hormone function. It's to, to, our, our nutritional systems and the foods that are approved are completely bankrupt. Mm. And we're wondering where our health is.
0: You know, and it's, I mean, I think it does start, though, like, I'm i am really encouraged, Nigel, that, you know, a lot of more, like, more people are starting to see the light. And, and in conversations like this, you're advocating for, you know, a wider scope and what we're really ingesting for not only ourselves, but our kids. That's the one thing that it was also a wake-up call, if I'm being honest, is, like, looking at what I am feeding my future, like, these are future men you know what I mean? And they're, they're yeah. developing their brains and so forth. And do they really need that? You know, there's no lucky charms in our house, but whether it's, you know, honey nut Cheerios or whatever it might be like we're really thinking about what we're, we're promoting. Cause what's what we're doing really. It's promoting uh, for them to be ingesting and, and asking ourselves instead, what will help them thrive? What will help them, uh, you know, achieve their goals and, and if you look collectively at everybody, like, just walk, walk in West Edmonton Mall right now and look at what we're seeing. You know, like, people aren't getting healthier collectively. We're, we're taking steps backwards, my friend. Okay. And and we need to ask ourselves, like, what can we be highlighting? What can we be pushing or nudging our, uh, collectively to for people to, to get healthy and you know this is why I, you know i, I really want to you know not to go off too much on a tangent but just commend you for like seeing this and, and and being vocal about it and and hopefully helping to create some change
1: yeah yeah you're right and and that's exactly what we've we've got to do and and uh if if your own children don't don't get your head in the game for this then you know, nothing will, this is your genetic bank account. And Mm. we're diminishing it every single day when we normalize. Yeah, son. Yeah. Daughter. Let's go. Let's just go grab a a pop here. Let's go do some McDonald's. You know what's happening to that genetic bank account? Well, we're spending it every single day. We're never investing in it properly Mm. and food. Every meal is an investment. And if we look at, you know uh, the chronic disease that's carried on just after the 1900s. Uh, these are all these are all brand new. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors never had to deal with this stuff. Uh, it's all brand new. We've introduced this. Uh, all the processed goods that we have that we're enjoying right now, there's a cost, and it's very expensive. But folks sometimes don't learn that until it's too late, or you know, very late in, down the road when when sickness and symptoms arrive. well, mm-hmm. symptoms the last thing to show up uh, with with what's been going on. so yeah it's it's so important to uh, course correct ASAP on what we're we're doing. so and, and you know, just to kind of get back on track with with uh, what I got inspired to do was I got sick uh, mm. after becoming the expert on these things. And uh, it was a, it was a gentleman that I I used to follow a a lot more uh, named uh, Paul Check. And he had said something that really kind of planted a seed there. And and it was when you, you get sick, you know, something happens, symptoms arrive. One way to kind of look at it is that your guru has arrived and you've got a decision, you know, it's, it's like the, uh, the teacher's always there it just takes the student to kind of show up. And so I now had some symptoms and some illness to kind of deal with and learn do I do I want to learn how to fix this or do I want to mask any sort of symptoms or ignore them and just keep going down this path. Well, I wanted to fix them. I wanted to, what is causing this issue and how can I turn this around? So that's where I started on my more holistic kind of journey and I got uh you know fed onto um a lady by the name of Dr Kate Shanahan who had a book uh my gosh i'm going to blank on this book here uh, essentially it was it had some pillars to it which was eat meat from the bone eat from the bone it had you know getting back to how our ancestors ate what what was actually available to us and when you start thinking about well, what's available to us well that really clears all the confusion of food away when you look at well mcdonald's that didn't exist uh you look at uh the grocery stores and Quadro, i i had a uh, a really fun consulting uh deal going on with a hutterite colony last year and i was like interesting why do you guys need help from me you know you guys make all your own things and and Whatnot. Well, sugar and vegetable oils and all these foods have crept into the colony and essentially ended up showing up there just to let them know, you guys, just eat what you make. Mm. You make incredible. They raise all of their beef, bison, their, their chicken, their pork. They, they grow their own gardens, absolutely everything. Eat what your are uh, dairy, you name it. It's, it's all there. But there they are hopping into the van, making trips into town to get some fast foods. And they're wondering where the health goes, right? So um, it's all about going back and we have a look at grocery stores. Well, those are all manufactured. Those really seriously should not exist. When we look at the fruits, we look at the vegetables. Those aren't the natural formats of those fruits and vegetables. Tomatoes, they'd be bitter much smaller, you would not even recognize them. Bananas, you wouldn't even recognize a banana. They're totally different. We've done hybridizing and all sorts of growing methodologies to grow these big, beautiful fruits and vegetables. Uh, We look at the, the agriculture that we've now taken on. Well, one of the main things that we put into our agriculture is nitrogen to grow these big, beautiful, juicy tomatoes, You're looking at something that's got three to five nutrients that should be in there. What about the other 90 plus nutrients that are supposed to be in there? They're not in there anymore. We've, we've big agriculture has changed all these things. What we used to do in our own gardens. Well, they're not doing they're, they're growing things fast for production and for scale and for dollars and all of those nutrients that are supposed to be in there are no longer in there. Uh, For example, uh, uh, take an orange. Well, you would need, you know, eight plus oranges to get the nutrients from a single orange back in the fifties.
0: That's that that to me, when I heard that the other day, that to me is baffling, baffling. Absolutely. Yeah. Take, take a head of
1: lettuce from your garden in the fifties. Well, that would take over 50 heads of lettuce to get the same nutritional value today as it did then. So what we're doing to our top soils is not adding up. We've got uh, farming methods that are not putting back into the soil. What's supposed, we're, we're adding synthetic fertilizers to try to mimic nature, and it's doing a very poor job. And then on top of that, we need to keep ruminant animals and rodents out of that process for our monocrops, for our wheat, for our soy, for our canola, for peas, for lentils, you name it. We've got to keep those animals out of there. So what do we do? Well, we need herbicides. We need pesticides that needs to get sprayed on all these things on a side of the, the synthetic fertilizers that we need to actually have some growth as well uh so they're very strenuous methods that we're doing and how far down the road can we keep going at this yeah it's so
0: like, yeah it's like uh i mean i get, we're just not having this conversation we're not having these conversations like i mean maybe we are and i'm just not paying attention but like I said, like you said before, the amount of nutrients that you're getting from an orange, or or as you mentioned, head of head of lettuce from before, is not the same as nor near as what you what you're getting now. And you know, the, we're seeing yes, overall we're living longer, and a lot of that is because of modern medicine and all these things. But people are coming the the, the amount of chronic disease that we're seeing, the amount of people that are the lack of like living healthy life people feeling good moving well is just like once you see it you can't unsee it do you know what i mean absolutely and and i don't know folks like really we should be asking ourselves can we not do better can we not feel better can we not you know function better um and yeah i guess this is why i was really excited to talk to you nigel because like you've experienced it firsthand, you have the expertise, and as we like to say, changing the boogie on our show, you're doing some shit about it. You know, like you're being the change. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, maybe so like what so yes, you 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 were going through these issues, you took a deep dive into to some of these, uh like you know, uh, looking at nutrition and ways of improving that. So what, what was next? Like what, what, what did you do to change the boogie?
1: Yeah, really just had a, a, a kind of, a, a moment there where I thought about where our food comes from, what's available to us. Really simple, really simple is like, we've been sold this idea that good health comes from a bottle and the really good health comes from deep within the Amazon, the new goji berry, the new this berry for ultimate health and this super food gets thrown around these marketing ideas. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. We've always had everything that we've needed all along, wherever we live in the world. It never needed to be shipped up from the Amazon. It never needed to be shipped up from California. Uh, seasonal, uh, f- all these foods being available to us all year round is bogus. Uh, we're disrespecting how nature works. And we're looking for health in all sorts of different wrappers and bottles. And so it was really simple. It was like, well, what did we have available to us and an Deep deep Nutrition, that's the book, sorry, uh, by Dr. Kate Shanahan. And that was my awakening a a little bit going like, right, okay, let's just get back to what human food is. What is human food? What did we have available? Why did our ancestors have way better health than we do right now? And one really cool thing that she uh, had a little chapter in her book was she had uh, the uh, Indian man, uh, Geronimo. If you're familiar with him Mm -hmm. and she's like, if he looks like he's tough as nails, that's because he was his bone structure (laughs) on his face is absolutely badass. This is before all of these agrarian ancestors of ours, uh, all of the crops and whatnot. This guy, he ate meat, he ate fat, uh, he ate blood. These guys raced, they, they, this, is, this is weird, this is absolutely savage. They used to have a race at who could eat the most amount of intestines on both ends mm. um, of these animals. But it was all in the land and it was all there for them on the land. These animals, they had everything that they needed. Mm. So our ancestors had this uh, knowledge. They didn't waste anything. And now today we waste, we waste everything. It's Mm. we, we want somebody else to do it for us. We've got completely disconnected to where real, what real food is, where it came from, who made it, uh, and how it all works and what actually gives us health. So it just got me back to the simple question of uh, what is real food? Mm. That's it. And that's what exactly what our ancestors ate. Uh, They didn't, go into all these different restaurants and grocery stores to get their health. It was all provided there from the land. So that's where I kind of backtracked and, and thought about my own nutrition. And as soon as I made that switch and I got back to my own roots, you know, when I was a kid, my own mother uh, had me eating liver. And like most people, I thought it was absolutely disgusting. And I had no idea why we were eating this, this beef liver uh and so I, I used to cut like small chunks and I used to throw it in into the back of my mouth there and chase it with some milk you know just to get it down uh, and and I'm sure a lot of folks uh, you know that all the stories oh my grandparents used to eat that stuff or my parents did you know but I don't anymore and everybody's well, why would I right? why would I eat that stuff? so It's getting back to those traditional foods that we always used to have. And the really sad thing is uh, alarming thing is, is that these are the most nutrient dense foods. And so here we are. We're trying to live our lives full of energy, full of zest, full of health. Yet we're not giving ourselves the most basic of fuel to grow and to protect our bodies. So chronic diseases are on the rise for a few few fronts number one we're injecting all sorts of poisons into our so-called foods they're not foods they're they're junk uh and then the other part is that we're no longer actually feeding our bodies with the nutrients that is needed to have a properly functioning immune system uh and bone structure Mm. we're we're deficient in all that so i had a look at that and i was like well i used to hunt and i and I was always curious why why were my cousins throwing away the hearts and the, i i wanted to try these things, mm-hmm. and so that's where I kind of got reconnected with with these and as soon as i had heart it it, it would be the the big thing i i was so uh intrigued by the heart kwajo I, I i harvested it i cut it up, i cooked it up, i ate it felt i felt amazing i felt mm-hmm. I felt like a savage is what I felt like. And so I got into nutrition and I I developed a a clientele and and consulting and all these kind of things. And the one thing I always failed at reintroducing into people's diets was the most nutrient dense foods of them all, which is organ meats. The prized possessions of our ancestors, the prized possessions still today of tribal most primal tribes that are in the world, they treasure these things. Animals, the, the apex predators of the world, wolves, you know, killer whales, they know exactly what this stuff provides for them. Uh, and in the, in, the, in the wolf family, who gets first dibs on that liver? Well, it's the alpha males and the expectant mothers. Well, alpha males, they've got to battle every day. They got to stay on top. And if you're not eating... Cream of the crop foods, you're getting knocked off that perch in a hurry because mm-hmm. those young bucks, are, they're anxious, right, for that top spot. And then the expectant mothers, well, there is a Talk about some work. And I just witnessed my wife going through that. It's, it's a miracle. It's nothing short of a miracle. And every parent knows this. But the demands on the body to prepare for this, the body is so smart it will not it will not have a baby if it's not ready if it's not fed that that body needs nutrients it needs nutrition and it will abort that that job in an instant if it is not prepared that placenta needs everything and we're seeing that at record amounts right now we're seeing young folks unable to get pregnant because they have no nutrition. Their their diet is horrible. Their sleep is horrible. We're overstimulated. Uh, Our our organs are in horrible shape. We're not moving our bodies. It's it's a mess. But you introduce those foods, and and like I was saying with the animal kingdom, it's the expectant mothers that get those most nutrient-dense foods into their diet for that very reason it is hard work to have that and then breastfeeding as well and we have mothers that are struggling right now and we're trying to give them synthetic forms of Mm. real vitamins they just don't do the job they're they're always going to fall short the body has no idea what that is and so let, let me just touch on that as well what we've done as a society is we've it, we've applied this reductionist theory to everything. If you go into the, a supplement store or shop, you can go get every individual thing. Vitamin A, vitamin E, it's all sold individually. Well, that's not at all how nutrition comes into nature. It's all together. It works in, sympo- in symphony. There's you know, so many vitamins, minerals, and they all work together in symphony. And as catalyst to make them to work, but you can go to the store and get vitamin A, and you're going to get you know three like, thousand IU's of synthetic, and it's yeah, not going to absorb.
0: Yeah, like it, it's not, like you always wonder. Like a lot of this stuff is they work symbiotically, right? Like they like even we know this. Even you know, even in in my world, you give magnesium, it's better when you give it with potassium or, or vice versa, and and. And and it's so true. Like to think that we should we can be isolating these 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 uh, minerals or micronutrients and expect them to act in the same way, you know, it, we really need to think twice about that. But a couple questions for you, Nigel. So, like, what what change did you notice personally for yourself? Like when you did make the transition, when you read uh, deep nutrition and modified your 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 diet, what did you see personally to change?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Immediately. My gut, uh, completely changed up. It it cleared up. I no longer had the bloating and and gastric distress, uh, destroying everybody's olfactory senses around me, uh, going on. That's, (laughs) that was a life changer for me, you know? And I was like, well, this is, this makes sense. This is normal. So that was number one. Number two is just energy. Hmm. I did not need to rely on any other sort of external sources anymore uh i didn't need i didn't need the naps in the middle of the day even though naps are great if you feel like taking a nap and you i say go for it but i didn't need that stuff anymore my energy was through the roof Mm -hmm. i had ambitions back i needed to get things done you know which is what every young man and woman young or old should have they should Mm -hmm. have ambitions and the energy to to execute these things. And so yeah. that came back for me. And I was a new human being. I felt amazing.
0: Nigel, this is so well put. Like there's so many people I think that could relate to f- just feeling that lack of energy, that that lack of drive, you know, and generally just feeling inflamed and and modifying what you eat to be almost anti-inflammatory, less bloating, and and just really encourage, you know. Uh, being just getting back to our roots, like being back to being a human, it's it's so beautiful. It yeah, really it is.
1: It, it is. And and one other thing on that note, Quad is is just uh one thing I always like to to touch on is, is testosterone. For example, mm. we've lost one percent on average every year for the last sixty plus years of testosterone. The foods that we're eating are highly inflammatory and catabolic. They are destroying our hormones, our overall well-being, our ambitions, our drive. It's all going down the drain. And uh, get it, it, there, there's great information on uh, Dr. John uh, Kellogg there with his cereals. That was his actual intention was hmm. to diminish sex drive. And ambitions. And so what perfect food to do that than uh, baked up cornflakes uh, to do that. And so that's exactly what, what we're, we've seen over the last 60 plus years is this diminishing effect by all these catabolic inflammatory foods that have replaced our anabolic foods that create this drive and this our ambitions and uh, th- that human effect really. Yes. That, boost testosterone that boost natural hormones that make you feel good that make you feel like a natural born savage again it's it's
0: <laughs> i i i love it because I, I i often refer to it like one of the um you know in our, in our family we when we finish a meal we say you get to go beast mode right so you get to go you take yeah. off your shirt and flex your muscles and uh and, and go, get to go beast mode and that goes with the the nieces too like you go beast mode um but it's like there's something to it there's something to it just being able to just be a little feral like that and just saying hey you know uh, we're gonna be a little bit wild and uh, and get back to our roots a little bit but uh i, I, love, oh, I love i love that <laughs> I, I, I love the reference um i'm gonna ask me this might be a stupid question actually but you know when actually people ask me this quite frequently when people say, you know, it's higher in your, your micronutrients and so forth, like say, for example, liver, like what, what nutrients come to mind, you know, like that the people are generally lacking and that you're gaining from looking, looking at organ meats.
1: Yeah. Take a look at vegans and vegetarians. Uh, They need all sorts of supplements, you know, an idea of a healthy vegetarian or vegan diet is a complete myth and if it wasn't you know if you could have a healthy vegan or vegetarian diet you would not need to supplement the foods would give it all to you but -hmm. they don't you need to supplement vitamin b12 uh, comes to mind they are all low energy Um, iron uh, anemia is rampant amongst them And if you become anemic, as as you know, energy is gone. And and I see that within our, we have a customer base of anemics or low iron people uh, that is huge and growing every single day. Because as soon as they bring in a real food, bioavailable source of food that their body recognizes and is able to effectively uptake the nutrients They have a 75% plus increase in energy almost instantly, almost instantly. So that's, they're deficient in that. Um, Vegetarians, vegans have a 43% plus higher incidence of bone breaks because they don't have vitamin K2. Vitamin K2 is responsible for directing calcium where to go into the bones. So there's no more bone growth, uh, no, no more restoring that going on Um, vitamin A they're deficient in, uh, you know, and and they're relying on synthetic forms of these things when they go to the store and they buy them individually they Mm -hmm. just, they don't work well enough. So Mm -hmm. uh, the other things that are missing is all the, all of those healthy uh, C words that you only get from animals carnitine creatine carnosine uh choline you know all of these selenium uh, not a c word but another uh you know mineral that we we absolutely need so these are all deficient and we see anxiety we see depression amongst these populations vegans vegetarians that is so much greater because they're deficient in these things um they've done studies on creatine alone experiencing a 70% higher cognitive function and clarity in in uh, writing skills just by adding creatine to their diets.
0: I saw that I saw that even I uh, it was on examine.com I even seen that their uh, mood like that's depression actually w- yeah. with uh, with creatine which I thought was uh, was was uh, incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. you yeah. get all these from animal foods from from the meats only from the meat it is not available to you in plant sources and here's another thing like we've gotten so dumb we are so dumb somehow some way people have gotten convinced that they can do what a ruminant animal can do we think that we can do what a cow can do we've got four chambers uh four stomachs we've got the the capabilities to pull out The nutrients from grasses that that they can that's that's idiotic that's insane but here's the deal it needs to be said ruminant animals are absolutely magical and they can do things with grasses that human beings cannot so though they go grazing uh and and they're able to ferment these these grasses properly and they're able to pull out the nutritional value and become incredibly healthy, large animals. If we could do that, everybody should be, everybody's mouth should be watering when they cut their grass. Mm-hmm. But it's not, because we, grass does not do it for us, and we're not able to pull the nutritional value from grasses. We'll just get a major stomach ache. And we'll get sick, energy-deprived, uh, and it, it'll just cost us. Yeah, Ruminant animals are able to process all of this stuff properly. And then the other great thing is, is that they they pee and they defecate all over the soil. They spread it around, and that is real fertilizer. There's no need for synthetic fertilizers anymore. Mm. Right? It yeah. gives back to our land. So...
0: And 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 so like knowing all this, like how did so like how did hi, higher health become higher health? Like what what was the what was the evolution here?
1: Yeah, I kept beating my head against the wall trying to get people to eat organ meats, and I always failed uh, with every single client. Uh, and the last straw was my wife. Uh, she, <laughs> it's it's we're prime time time to start building a family. And I, I gave her the ultimatum. This sounds horrible. Some people are going to think, man, you're, you're rude, Nigel. This is ridiculous. Um, but I was like, you're eating liver. I don't care. She's like, you know what? You make it in a way that I can consume it, that I don't gag, uh, then I, I will. So I tried cooking it in all different methods to disguise it. Well, here's the deal with liver. It's too pungent it's too strong there is no disguising liver the Mm. the smell the texture the none of that it's it's on in a field of its own uh so i failed and so i started encapsulating it because there was no way around it she needed to consume the most nutrient dense food to get ready for a proper pregnancy and Make sure that we gave our child the best chance at life, the best start at life possible. And so I encapsulated it, and that's exactly where it started. I started, I I, I got in the sharing mood, and I started sharing it with friends, and then they started asking me for more. And I was like, "This is it. This is how I get organ meats back into my uh, loved ones and my clients' life." And that's how it kind of kicked off. And so that was the birth of Higher Health oh man and, i
0: love um, the passion i love i honestly i love the passion and uh and it comes through with the, the quality product like i don't know if it came across yet uh if i did this in the intro or not but like our kids are enjoying it like uh it, it's part of their beast mode you know did you finish <laughs> your did you have your liver uh capsules they're like yeah dad look at this look at my muscles and um uh... Yeah, so far I'm I'm doing the uh, the multi organ one. That's the one I'm doing, like the spleen, kidney, uh, I think heart. Um, and uh, I have, I have, Kathy hasn't jumped on the train yet, but she'll she'll be next. But um, what I was gonna pick your brain about is any kind of stories that come to mind or anecdotes that come to mind from your clients, and like how it's maybe impacted their lives.
1: Yeah, yeah, loads. First of all, that makes my day when I hear somebody's kids are like beast mode on this and <laughs> <laughs> away they go. I get that question about, you know, from from folks all the time. Well, can my kids have this? You know, is it okay? Like um, the earlier that your kids start eating real food, the better, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's so important. So the earlier, the better, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, some of the feedback it instantly, as I mentioned, uh, if you've got low iron anemia, your energy is going to be through the roof. Most folks are able to ditch, get rid of their synthetic iron supplement uh, within the first week. No problem. The great thing is, is that there, there's no side effects uh, with it either because it's just real food. Um, gentlemen, especially those that are really in tune with their bodies, train uh, or exercise quite regularly. They typically notice an increase in their energy. There's no other foods that provide the the full complex B vitamins available that organ meats do. Uh, we see, you know, comments coming back regarding better skin health, better nails, better hair. Uh, yeah, energy, better uh, gut function kind of going on. Uh, we see people just kind of okay here here's my here's my all-time favorite is uh we're getting people pregnant we are populating north america repopulating north america like crazy i have i kid you not somebody reaching out screaming in the top of their lungs if you can do that on on email or or whatever saying we're freaking pregnant we're pregnant right (laughs) so we are pregnant and i and i warn gentlemen uh you know what, if you have not been taking and good for you taking the beef organs, yeah, it contains liver, heart, kidney, and spleen. And it's in a percentage by the way, that closely mimics what you'd find in the animal. So 40% liver because liver is the largest organ. So you're going to get the most of that 30% heart, 20% kidney and 10% spleen is in there. Uh, So it's got that, that mixture in there, but gentlemen, you start taking organ meats, you will officially be walking around with a loaded gun. So watch <laughs> where you point that baby because everyone's at risk of getting pregnant now. Just a heads up. If you're not ready for that, just like watch it and <laughs> because you have a right. loaded gun buddy, your testosterone's <laughs> going to be jacked up uh and you're you're your ladies are in trouble, so oh God.
0: you know, you, you don't know me well, Nigel. But one of my favorite, like, I'm a big Tracy Morgan friend, so often I'm always like, Yeah, we're gonna get pregnant, we're gonna get. Pre-. I often <laughs> refer to getting uh, like, getting things pregnant, but uh, but yeah, I know when you when you. <laughs> <laughs> And, and
1: ladies too, look out. Like, I mean, gentlemen, if you're not consuming organ meats and your woman starts consuming organ meats, they're going to be lifting you up and slamming you against the fridge or the wall and getting, getting to it. And it's going to yeah. be, uh, it's going to be crazy. So watch yourself. Like <laughs> That
0: is honestly, that is amazing. Nigel. I, I'm like the passion, the, the, the promotion of, of organ meats and of, nutrition, a holistic approach to, to help has been truly, truly inspirational. And I got to say next time we're in Alberta, I'm going to be making the trip out to Laduke, man, uh, just on the way from the airport. And I got to We got it. We got to have a beer or something together. Um,
1: Let's do it. We'll give you, we'll give you a tour. We'll show you how it's done. We'll show you, Hey, this comes directly from the farmers, grass fed, regenerative farmers in Canada right to our warehouse that full process we do it all and folks sometimes come in they're like wait a minute so you actually don't have any fillers or flow agents or anything this is just 100 percent organ meats like actually yes there is no other crap that your body is not supposed no brown rice protein what is that there's brands out there that have this stuff it shows you their priorities um we're just a hundred percent organ meat, and the, the capsules themselves are a hundred percent bovine gelatin. No horsing around. This is pure. So let's give you a tour. Let's let's um have some steaks. We'll have a good time. Absolutely, yeah. we we oh, have to. And if you got ribeye,
0: way, I would love that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a ribeye cat. Maybe oh maybe we'll even celebrate with a tomahawk steak. Who knows? Ooh, okay. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know this is a marriage, my friend. Listen. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this, Nigel, and i, I Quadcast Nation. I think you you just witnessed a, a partnership happening here. We're going to be promoting some love for higher health, and uh, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend.
1: A privilege and an honor. Thank you so much, uh, Quad Joe. Really appreciate you having me on.
0: I hope you enjoyed that Quadcast Nation. Watch out, people! Are about to get pregnant. It sounds like. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, at Quadcast. Leave any comments at Quadcast99 at gmail.com. Leave that five-star rating. You know, we got Stu. Do this on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out SolvingWellness.com, where we're changing the booty, changing the lives of healthcare providers. Let's do this. And everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we'll connect again real soon. Peace.